Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to a bonus mini Christmas edition of the Partly Political Broadcast, the comedy politics podcast that wishes it had a mutant variant so it could spread to new listeners more quickly. I'm Tiernan Duyeb, and this year the Prime Minister and overly stuffed turkey Boris Johnson has appealed to hardcore Christians who always want more places closed for Christmas by going over and above and shutting down the entire country. In many ways, the Prime Minister is just like Father Christmas, isn't he? In that he rarely gives you what you want, he's made sure many people have got the sack, he only does work one day a year, he's disappointed many, many children, keeps saying he's not your dad, and I'm sure as part of a Bullingdon Club dare, has had to come down at least one chimney. It is just a few days till the big Crimbo one, and a mutant virus is plaguing the country, but as well as the Conservatives, Covid has got more spready than a conspiracy about margarine. Daily infection rates are in the 35,000s because it seems everyone wants the same gift this year. And while the government insists it's down to Corona 2.0, many virologists say actually this is the same shit we've had since September. It's just that it transmits more effectively than the government ever will. That meant that in the middle of the week, last week, the Prime Minister was insisting their relaxed coronavirus restriction plans for Christmas were all good, that everyone should take personal responsibility over the holidays. Which is a bit like Darth Vader telling people to look after their kids. Which is a bit like Boris Johnson telling people to look after their kids. The message was that you can still see everyone and their mum, but really a smaller Christmas was a safer Christmas apparently, so that was great news for everyone at Legoland. Of course, Johnson didn't want to be the Grinch Prime Minister, meaning it was the usual vague indecisive messaging of don't listen to our relaxed Christmas restrictions, but do listen right now about how you shouldn't do what we said before, which we're still saying you can do, but we don't really want you to, or something like that. Chief Medical Officer and what happens if you shine a bright light at the Rainforest Life Centre at the zoo, Chris Whitty, kept saying that the key thing was to do less at Christmas, as though he doesn't understand that's the entire point of the holiday, you idiot. Even Home Secretary and Frosty the Snowwoman Pretty Patel said she wouldn't be seeing any of her family members, though chances are high it's because she's already had them deported. After London was upgraded first because it always gets special treatment, the rest of the country's tiers were announced and once again were based on whether basic Sabutio figure cast and Mayor of Manchester Andy Burnham lived there, had friends or family there and or had ever heard about it in a film or a book. Johnson criticised Labour leader and sledhead Keir Starmer for even mentioning the notion of tighter controls and accused him of wanting to cancel Christmas, which isn't true. He'd probably have just wanted to abstain from it. 
The Prime Minister said he wanted to avoid a national knockdown, but we all knew that, like every single time he said that, it was just his way of saying that one was coming and that he wished he could be on holiday while it happened. And so it was, just a mere few days before the Prime Minister was shuffling back to the press conference podium like a fast food chain mascot who just shat in their own costume and announced that Christmas relaxation was cancelled. And that's proof that he's a shit dad, or like me, he would have known that it was cancelled for him as soon as he became a parent. London and the South East, rife with cases, were rushed into the all-new, never-seen-before-except-in-Wales Tier 4, which was almost like lockdown, but places of worship could stay open. I guess if you're going to meet your creator soon, it's nice to give them a heads-up that you'll be coming to stay. No one in Tier 4 is allowed to mix with anyone outside of their household for Christmas Day, and across the rest of the country, the rules allowing three households to meet is now only for the 25th of December. Which is actually great news for most of us, who after one day with all the extended relations, are usually in need of an excuse to leave. There was chaos on trains leaving London as people tried to escape in probably the quickest way the government has ever promoted growth in the North. Health Secretary and pig in spam kit Matt Hancock said the train was like the last one out of Saigon and called it totally irresponsible behaviour, which I think coming from him is like when a top chef approves someone else's dish. Just weeks ago, Hancock was saying that the vaccine meant they had the virus under control, but he admitted on Sunday that in fact it was now out of control. Because Matt Hancock is the sort of man who boasts to everyone in sight that he'd be in charge of Christmas dinner, even though everyone knew he'd struggle to boil an egg. And then mere hours later, he'd emerge with his fist deep in a scorched turkey and severe burns from cranberry sauce, and everyone would just roll their eyes and were pleased that they'd known to pre-order a takeaway. Europe proved it does have a better sense of humour than the Brits by taking control of its own borders and closing them to all flows of people from the UK for 48 hours, like a Brexit teaser trailer. Many other countries joined suit and the UK very quickly appeared world-leading only in becoming a leper colony and absolutely nothing else. Long queues of lorries have formed near Dover as France closed the border, a situation already exacerbated by pre-Brexit stockpiling of trade, meaning drivers are stranded indefinitely, which must make that Chris Rear track particularly fucking galling this year. I suppose it is part of the job to be in it for the long haul, though. Transport Secretary and something even the Gruffalo wouldn't eat, Grant Schatz, said that hauliers were used to anticipating disruption, which makes me wonder why they aren't in government instead, as Schatz could be stuck on the M20 flinging his piss out of the window instead of into ship policies. On whether this could cause a food shortage, the Transport Secretary insisted that goods tended to be insured if perishable, so it's exciting that we can all look forward to eating insurance for Christmas lunch. Well, I suppose it is often a day of voluntary excess. If the notion of food being insured rather than eaten concerns you, then maybe you'll be comforted by MP and Imperial Admiral on the Death Star, John Redwood, who responded to this crisis by saying that we import too much, which is an interesting view from a Brexiteer who's mainly been pushing a no-deal due to all the global trade we could get. Redwood tweeted that we should grow more and make more at home because, yes, a great way to stop a current food crisis is for us all to wait until summer for the crops to grow. Also, I doubt Redwood would actually approve of that, as there aren't many Brexiteers that ever seem particularly happy to reap what they've sown. In the midst of all this, the European Parliament's deadline to ratify a Brexit deal before the end of the year has now passed, meaning that even if talks continue, no one will really be around to approve anything before January the 1st. Still, nothing to help us all lose weight in January like you're meant to, quite like an enforced severe food shortage. The smart thing would be an extension to the transition period, which is exactly why it won't happen, with Grant Shapp saying it would be unconscionable. Though, again, for a man who has the brain activity of someone on life support, that might actually mean he's for it. The SNP are calling for an extension, as is the Mayor of London, but Labour aren't, saying they prefer a deal, as there is a worry that the public could think the party are pro-everyone having enough to eat, and that wouldn't play well with baby boomers. 
So here we are as I record this on the shortest day of the year, which for 2020 still feels about 708 hours long. Many have been joking that it's now only 369 days till Christmas, but this is ignoring that Boris Johnson wouldn't continue to fuck things up so badly that by next winter we won't even have a calendrical system and we'll be living in a constant never-ending Monday in January. Actually, uh, to be honest, I'm positive about things, really. I mean, travel plans have had to be cancelled, the roads are all blocked, and no one can spend Christmas with the people they plan to. It does sound bleak, but perhaps it's actually just the perfect setup for a countrywide seasonal rom-com, and it'll be just days before we're boning the Faroe Islands despite our hilarious differences. Who wouldn't enjoy that? Well, the Faroe Islands, probably. In other news, the Chancellor, and I bet he always played the barn animals in the nativity, Rishi Sunak, has said that home workers who built up savings during the pandemic must go on a spending spree after Christmas. Though with the travel ban and food shortages, it's not certain what on. Weapons? Things to board your windows up with? I mean, he's married to a billionaire, so if anything, he should lead the charge by dragging his family to eat out to help out constantly from January the 1st, especially in the areas with the highest infection rates. International Trade Secretary and someone drew a grin on a sponge, Liz Truss, set out a new approach to equality in the UK, which, based on her speech, involves the government refusing to understand what it means and doing absolutely nothing to improve it. Which, I suppose, in a way, is treating everyone equally as shit. Truss said that tackling inequality should be led by facts, not fashion, even though she's always been prepared to embrace the exploitation of both. Her argument was that the debate was too often dominated by a small number of unrepresentative voices, which it is, just not the one she's thinking of, as it turns out 95% of the trade advisor job appointments she's approved have been white men. But then again, working under her is an oppression of sorts, even if only of intelligence, so perhaps she is doing her bit. As UNICEF have had to start providing food packs to British children for the first time, amalgamation of all the characters in Nightmare Before Christmas, Jacob Rees-Mogg, said the charity should be ashamed of itself, which is a shock as none of us would have thought he was aware of what being ashamed meant, otherwise he'd surely have curled up like a dead spider under the self-awareness of every iota of rip-off Disney villain he's uttered in his life. Mogg called it a cheap political stunt, and in a way it is, as feeding kids is less expensive than a failed track and trace app, for example, so maybe he's just really miffed that UNICEF have their budgeting and priorities straight. Or more likely, he doesn't like the idea of children being well-fed, as then they'd be full of energy and it'd be much harder for him to catch them. In France, President and Andrew Lincoln's worst role, Emmanuel Macron, has caught Covid, so it's nice for him to end the year by giving France a positive that they can all enjoy. Meanwhile, sentient goiter Rupert Murdoch has been given the vaccine, and that's weird as I'd have thought he'd want to catch coronavirus given how much he loves hacking. Keir Starmer made a big speech on devolution policy by saying he'll set up a constitutional commission to offer a positive alternative to the Scottish people. Well, you won't win them back by being rude like that, will you? If you really want them to be more cheery, you'll just leave them alone, pal. Lastly, but probably not, Boris Johnson and his fiancée and Lord of the Rings extra Carrie Simmons have volunteered to be part of the Give Someone a Bell initiative to tackle loneliness. I'm guessing it'll be really successful at work because whoever they call will afterwards feel very grateful to be all by themselves rather than having to spend Christmas with either of those two disastrous pricks. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, hey you. Uh, this is only a sort of mini-episode because how could I not have released something this week with everything that is going on? It's odd, isn't it? That basically all of this was very expected, exactly what we've been talking about on the podcast for about four years, and yet it's still bloody miserable, isn't it? Still, look, I could very easily talk for hours on what absolute pieces of shit the Conservatives are, but I wouldn't be saying anything I haven't already on this podcast over the past four years, though I do know that Christmas is the time for repeats. Um, instead, my plan for this bonus episode was to try and release a little mini positive episode, which I know hasn't happened so far. Um, bear with it. So instead, here's some selfish positivity, and hopefully you can enjoy it vicariously. Um, due to being stuck deep into Tier 4, that's where I am, our Christmas plans to safely see the in-laws are now derailed, um, which is sad, and that means though that this will be the first christmas day in ages and i have to drive and therefore i can start drinking from 6am and keep going till well april probably probably that's when it'll be needed yes uh, so good news sort of Ugh. um look anyway i hope you're doing okay and i'm aware loads of people um are probably gonna be stuck at home alone on christmas day including my 95 year old nan which is uh, pretty sad um but she's got home care and they already make up her bubble so she can't join anyone else um seems very weirdly chill about it though and i do wonder if actually this is the first year that she just doesn't have to see any of us and it's really a secret blessed relief um but look if you aren't my nan um and you're all by yourself then please do take part in sarah millican's hashtag join in on social media um loads and loads of people take part in that it's a really lovely uh, effort every year um, to make people feel a bit less lonely um there are also tons of live online gigs I'll always be comedy are doing one at 3 p.m on christmas day um josie long and johnny donahue are doing solo shows um i think via twitch uh, in the morning um and while i'll be dealing with an overexcited toddler on the day i'm generally around so always feel free to email me or tweet me or just walk down my road shouting and I'm a nosy neighbour so I'll definitely look out the window or mumble some swears about you being too loud it'll be lovely very festive um, also if you have kids and they are aware this year isn't quite normal then I've recorded a special four minute comedy club for kids video uh, with some of the jokes I'd usually have done at our live shows uh, and that's on the Comedy Club for Kids YouTube page and I've posted a link in the podcast blurb too hopefully they will enjoy and do some laughing um, oh and also I know uh, there's a Prime Minister press conference uh, this afternoon I'm releasing this before that it's going to be boring I can't be bothered to add it in um, if it's really major I'll no I'm going to I'm going to go to bed I'm going to have Christmas um, many thanks this week to Philip, Liz, Tom, Chris, Conal and Joe H for donating to the Kofi 
and to Nigel for joining the Patreon. You are all bloody festive champions. Thank you so very much. Um, and look, all of you, take care. Just indulge in the laziest, most chilled Christmas that you can. Uh, binge watch everything there is and every now and then turn on Mrs. Brown's Boys or the news to get so angry that your heart rate gets going and then you don't have to go for a walk because it's basically the same. Uh, there'll be some bonus stand-up release later in the week. Uh, I'll put something out um, that's sort of pre-recorded. Uh, but till then, have as merry a Christmas as is possible uh, in this absolute uh, shitfest firestorm of a year. And uh, here's a little message from St. Nick. Ho, 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 partly political listeners. It is I, Father Christmas, a.k.a. Santa Claus, a.k.a. Saint Nick, a.k.a. Beardo Fatlat, a.k.a. Big Nicky Crimbo Shits, a.k.a. El Chimney Shitter, a.k.a. Red Pants Bastard, a.k.a. Jolly Todgen. Anyway, you get the idea. It's me! And let me just say I've never been gladder to spend a year self-isolating in the North Pole. I know the elves are there too, but I don't mix with them. Come on, what do you take me for? The little fuckers have been trying to unionise this year because apparently I don't give them any holiday pay. But I said, considering they work through the holidays, they don't need any. Ho, ho, ho. And then they said, I don't give them any pay. And I said, well, there's shit all to do in the North Pole, apart from constantly having to try and stop bits of the workshop floating away on melting ice caps, or that one time a polar bear got in and ate half the staff, and we had to keep unwrapping presents till we found the harpoon, a small finish boy wanted. Oh, and they want sick pay too, but I didn't think they ever got sick, but they said they did, and when they sneezed out coins, sweets, or magic dust, that was because they were unwell, and not just a party trick, and it wasn't nice, and I just kept laughing and asking them to do it again. Ugh, bloody snowflakes. Uh, no, not the elves, they're just surrounded by snowflakes, it's the North Pole. Anyway, I'm not really sure what they expect from me, I'm an old rich white CEO, it really wouldn't be on brand to give a shit about my staff. Anyway, the reason I'm here is because it's tradition to appear on this podcast and tell you some of the gifts I'm going to be delivering to all your least favourite politicians this year. So, ho, ho, here we go, ho, ho. Oh, God, I hate myself. For Boris Johnson, I have promised to get him everything he asked for, but I'm not actually going to deliver any of it, and I'm going to tell him that having no present will indeed be wonderful for him. Actually, all he wrote on his letter to me was, Dear Santa, I don't want to be Prime Minister anymore, it's just too hard. And then there was something about the young intern at number 10 and some shit in Latin. For Pretty Patel, the only woman colder than my home in the Arctic, I won't even be entering the country, as climbing down chimneys isn't classed as skilled work, so I'll be sending some elves disguised as tax-dodging oligarchs to deliver all the presents instead. For Rishi, I'm going to forget to get him anything at all and see how he likes it. For Matt Hancock, I'm going to get him a broken drone because he loves expensive tech that doesn't work. Dominic Raab usually just likes the boxes things come in. Uh, Liz Trust, more cheese. George Eustace, another bloody pasty. Uh, Michael Gove, a mask that covers his whole head. Uh, Robert Jenrick, 15 sets of house key trackers. And Jacob Rees-Mogg, one of those video monitors, not for him, but for his nanny to use uh, while he's asleep. Um, let me see. Uh, the leader of the opposition... He hasn't asked for anything this year. He's just left his letter blank. Weird. I'd have thought he'd wanted something. Uh, how very unclear. Uh, Joe Biden has asked for some strong disinfectant for when he moves into the White House. And oddly, Donald Trump has also asked for some strong disinfectant too. Uh, very strange. Right, I must get going. I've got to mysteriously disappear some of the elf union leaders in order to make the others calm down. 
I know the last thing you need after this year is for a man you don't know to break into your house on Christmas Eve and give you the sack, but the fact is, I haven't been furloughed, so leave the hand sanitizer out for me, as whiskey just isn't strong enough anymore. Oh, now I get it, Donald. Now I get it. Merry jolly staying at home, and I promise to wash my hands after visiting every ten homes or so ho ho. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.